Bonjour, it's Cynthia here, and I am back from a fantastic vacation in France. My husband, daughter, and I spent two weeks visiting family, exploring the French countryside, and of course, eating really, really well. It was such a special trip as it was my daughter's first time meeting her grandparents on my husband's side, as well as her great-grandmother. Now, this trip was also a big one because it will probably be my last for a while. We are expecting another daughter this October. That's right, we're going to have two girls under the age of two. Send help my way, please. Okay, so today's episode is a bit of a different one. In fact, it's inspired by one of my favorite restaurants in Paris, Le Relais de l'Entrecote. This restaurant is truly an institution. And believe it or not, it serves up some great niche marketing lessons for us all to learn from. In this episode, I'm going to share key niche marketing principles from L'Entrecote that you can apply to your own online culinary business. As they say in French, on y va. Hello, and welcome to The Experiential Table. I'm Cynthia Samanian, founder of Hidden Rhythm and creator of Cooking Class Business School. I help chefs, bakers, registered dietitians, and other culinary pros like you teach online so that you can experience more freedom, flexibility, and fulfillment in your life. Now, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, then you know that one of my favorite topics to talk about is niche marketing. Honing in on a niche has been really powerful in my own business, so much so that it's something I just can't help but get really excited about when I see it put into practice around me, even if it's in a French restaurant. (laughs) Seriously, that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. We are diving into three benefits of focusing on a niche through the lens of one of my favorite restaurants, Le Relais de l'Entrecote. Founded in 1959, this is the ultimate steak frites bistro in Paris, now with multiple locations in the city and even outside of France. Whether or not you've been there before, trust me when I say you'll be inspired to think about niche marketing a little differently after this episode. Okay, so let me set the tone. Here's how L'Entrecote works. First off, they don't take reservations. So you've got to get in line and wait. Or if you are traveling with little ones like we were, then we got there right when they opened. Now, once you get a table, you sit down and you'll see that there really isn't a dinner menu. You are just simply asked by your server how you'd like your steak cooked. Because at L'Entrecote, they have a set menu. It is the same menu every single day. It starts off with a delicious lettuce and walnut salad with a vinaigrette that so many people have tried to recreate. You can Google the recipe and see there are so many variations of it. It's that popular. After your salad, you are served up a plate of steak frites. We're talking piping hot French fries, sliced sirloin that's topped with their special butter sauce. This is also something that people try to replicate. It is so flavorful and light at the same time. It's just out of this world. 
Now there's another thing that happens after that, but I'm going to save that piece for later in the episode. But essentially, the thing that you should know is that this is all they serve. They just do steak frites. That's it. If you are a vegetarian, then good luck. You can get a cheese plate instead of the steak, but that's really the only accommodation they make. So now that you have a sense as to how this restaurant works, let's dive into things a bit further so we can really understand why focusing on this niche of steak frites has been wildly successful for L'Entrecote and what we can learn from it as culinary business owners. All right, so the first benefit of focusing on a niche is that when you do one thing really, really well, it will actually boost your profitability and save your sanity. So here's the thing. Launchercoat does something really well, right? They do steak frites. And of course, they have a salad and they have bread and they have dessert, but those options are super limited, right? There's only one salad that they bring out. They only serve one type of bread and the dessert options are fairly limited. They aren't wasting any money, any time, any energy coming up with other menu items. They also aren't attracting people who aren't interested in what they serve. They know what they are known for and they just go all in on it. Now, this sounds simple, right? But it's much harder than how I'm making it seem. It's easier said than done here because think about it. Since 1959, when Laundry Coat was started, a lot has changed. There have been more international flavors that have become popular, more dietary preferences, and just more competition. And you may even think about, you know, as I mentioned earlier, what about the vegetarians who show up to the restaurant? What about people who are vegan? Well, ultimately, if the owners tried to serve everyone, they would end up being just another Parisian bistro. And I guarantee you that I wouldn't be talking about them on this podcast right now. So what they had to do is they had to stick to what makes them different. And that means saying no to a lot of other opportunities that may have seemed tempting, right? We get into this mindset of, you know, the fear of missing out or FOMO, this idea that if I don't have something for everyone, then I will have to turn people away. But because L'Entreco has focused so clearly on what they do, And that has, in fact, turned some people away, right? If you're not a meat eater, this isn't the restaurant for you. In doing so, though, they have attracted people who are excited to go and eat their steak frites meal, right? They know exactly what they do and who they do it for. So how does focusing on a niche make you more profitable? Why is that one of the benefits? Well, let's think about it. Profit is revenue less expenses or your costs, right? That's a pretty simplified view of it, but let's just think about it in that way. Well, when you know exactly what you are creating, when you aren't spending time, money, and energy to craft new menu items, do new marketing campaigns, right? Have to reach new people. When you're not spending time, money, and energy doing those things, your costs will inherently be lower. And what that means is that you can focus on doing what you do really, really well and growing that. 
Because think about it, in your online culinary business, let's say you are thinking about different classes you could teach. If every single class you taught was different, you would have to come up with new recipes, you'd have to update your materials, you'd have to create a new sales page, you'd have to take new photos, and all of that effort costs money. It's either time or money. That's the trade-off. And those are your biggest resources. So if you try and do too much, if you try to spread yourself too thin, you will inherently spend valuable resources and it may not end up being profitable. There's no guarantee that that will actually drive more revenue. So just because you can do more, meaning you have the ability to create new recipes, you have the ability to talk to different audiences at the same time, just because you tactically can do that, it doesn't mean you should. Because when you do that, you will ultimately impact your profitability. And if you don't have a profitable online culinary business, then it frankly will not survive. And if you can't continue teaching, if you can't keep doing what you love doing, well, then at the end of the day, not only will you be impacted, but you can no longer serve the people who need your services the most. So it's really important that we think about profitability. And when you focus on a niche, when you really stick to doing one thing really, really well and being known for that, you are able to increase your profits. Now, I want you to ask yourself this. If you could choose one thing to be known for, just one thing, what would it be? What's your version of Lantricote's steak frites? I know it can feel limiting. I know it can feel like you're churning a lot of people away. But through this example, just looking at what Lantricote has done, right? There are so many more examples out there. But just looking at this example, I hope it's clear that when you focus on serving an audience and being really specific about what you offer them, you are able to do it in a way that saves you money, saves you time, and saves you your sanity. All right. Now, I want to move on to the part of the dining experience I held back earlier in the episode, but it's really one of my most favorite things about Lantricote. Okay, so once you finish your steak frites, guess what happens next? Now, if you've been to the restaurant, you know what I'm going to talk about now. But if you haven't, you may be surprised to hear this. See, without asking, without prompting, your server automatically comes back to your table again with a full second serving for each person at the table. They bring out a platter, they have tongs, and they basically serve you the fries. They serve you the slices of meat with the sauce without you even asking. Now, I'll admit that I always go to Lantrico hungry because I know about the second serving. So in the beginning, I had no clue and I was totally blown away. But now I prepare for it because I know I'm going to leave totally full and satisfied. It really is a memorable experience, though. And it's what makes me excited to recommend this restaurant to my friends and family who you know have never gone there and having them experience it for the first time and really get that surprise and delight factor, it's fantastic. And it's what keeps me coming back for more. 
Okay, so this really simple example of bringing a second serving to the table, this is something that you can only do when you focus on a niche. So the second benefit of focusing on a niche is that you get to surprise and delight your clients and customers. Imagine if Lantrico had 20 different menu items. How could they possibly execute this element of surprise? Logistically, how would they do it? Would they actually bring a second serving of each menu item to each person at the table if there are five people who ordered five different things? There's no way they could make that happen. Right. Think about like the restaurant and the kitchen operations and the way that they would have to predict what people are ordering. It just wouldn't be possible. So once again, this comes back to their intentional and disciplined focus on their niche. As you think about your business, as you think about your online cooking classes, your memberships, whatever it is you are planning on offering or that you currently offer, think about what you could do that would only work if you stuck to a niche. If you focused on a niche, what doors would that open for you to actually go deep and surprise and delight your students? Are there opportunities for you to build in elements of surprise in your online cooking classes that would be so meaningful to your students, especially because they are really, really excited about what you're teaching? That's the other part about focusing on a niche is that not only are you focused on it, but your students are attracted to what you teach because they're excited about that niche. So you basically have this bubble of people who are passionate about learning a certain thing or they're passionate about sharing a certain lifestyle, whatever your niche is about. And that allows you to do more. It allows you to go deeper with them. It allows you to surprise them and make the experience memorable. Now, on top of that, When you make an experience memorable, when you go above and beyond for your students, they are more likely to tell their friends. They're more likely to tell people who are like them. And that referral business, that word of mouth marketing is complete gold. It is exactly what you want as a business owner. But you can't surprise and delight. You can't go above and beyond if you are trying to do everything for everyone. Finally, the third benefit to having a niche is your ability to be consistent. No matter which location you go to, at least within Paris, I haven't been to any of the international locations, the experience at L'Entreco is the same. Seriously, it's the exact same. Every detail from the food to the service, the menus, the decor, it's the same. Now, if Lantrico had a broad menu that was always changing, right, if they had a seasonal menu, if each location had a menu based on the region or where they were located, this would introduce variability, right? Things would be different. And when there's more variability, when there are more choices, when there are more options, then there are simply more opportunities to mess things up and get it wrong. If you have to manage a changing menu, if you have to manage tons of options that complicate things, then there's no way you're going to be doing everything perfectly right. Right? Like I said, there are more opportunities to goof things up and just get it wrong altogether. 
Instead, because Launchercoat focuses on serving the same set menu at every location, they are able to deliver a consistent, high-quality experience no matter where you go. As a restaurant goer, this is actually fantastic because when I go to Launchercoat, I know I'm going to get the same predictable dining experience I had the last time. I'm not looking for innovation. I'm not looking for an exciting new menu because I know what Lantracote is about. I want what I had the last time, steak frites, nothing more, nothing less. Consistency absolutely rules here. Because Lantracote is focused on a niche, they can deliver a consistent experience every single time, no matter where I go. Now, at this point, you know where I'm going with this, right? Think about how you could be more consistent in your marketing, online class experience, and more if you focused on a niche. If you simplified what you taught and who you taught it to, how could that improve your consistency? And what would being consistent do for you? How would it change your business? How would it impact your online culinary business? Would it lead to more referrals? Would it allow you to get a larger share of the market because people know what you do and who you do it for? I want you to really think about how the ability to be consistent by focusing on a niche would be a game changer for your business. So to recap the three niche marketing lessons learned from Coat, here we go. Number one, when you focus on a niche, you improve your profitability because your costs will be lower. You aren't spinning your wheels coming up with new things that ultimately take time, money, energy, and other valuable resources to bring to life. Instead, you are optimizing and improving what you already have. Number two, you get to surprise and delight, which leads to more word of mouth business and greater loyalty. And lastly, when you focus on a niche, your business will be more consistent in everything that it does. This means that you can get laser focused on having a clear marketing strategy, a consistent class experience, and more. Remember, the more variability you introduce to your business, the more options you provide, the harder it is to maintain a high level of quality. All right, listeners, before I say au revoir in today's episode, I want to invite you to a very special live workshop coming up. If you know you want to teach online, but you just don't know where to begin, Maybe you don't think you can find the time. Perhaps you don't feel like you have the confidence to make it happen. Well, this is for you. So listen up. I'm hosting the Planning Potluck. It's a five-day free online workshop that starts on August 9th. You'll get short yet life-changing exercises to help you get super clear on your next steps in creating and marketing your online culinary business. When I say short, I'm talking 10 minutes a day. That's all you'll need to actually make a difference. No matter how busy you are, let's face it, you can find 10 minutes a day. You'll also get to interact with each other, ask me questions live, and yes, there will be prizes. You might be thinking, Cynthia, it's still summertime. Can I just do this later? Well, here's the deal. August is prime time. 
It is seriously the time to invest in your business because gearing up your online business for the fall and holiday season is going to take time. We all know that Q4, those final three months of the year, we know that that quarter is a busy one in our industry. So why delay what you can begin now? You are going to want to have your online classes ready to go when your ideal students are ready to buy. Now is absolutely the perfect time to make it happen. So I hope you join me in the Planning Putluck by registering today at planningputluck.com. Okay, my friends, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. And until next week, get excited to get experiential. Experiential.